0: I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get get started. started. Thank you. Thank thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I need you all to be quiet. Please stop. Calm down. Calm Quiet down. It down. Quiet down. down. Thank you. It's just Brooke and Jamie. <laughs> it's just us. It's just us. It's Truth Fairies. We're back. <laughs> we know you love us, but we do. please. please. Keep, keep your roaring to a minimum. We only have an hour. We're <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Right Hi. 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 I want to preemptively say happy birthing day to you oh, tomorrow. Thank you. Happy birthing day to you. Oh, I'm so old. No. No, you're not. Thank you. <laughs> You're a little old. Isn't it funny how, as a mom, your kids can't fathom that you're not excited for your birthday? Yeah, yeah. they're like, "What? Like, I celebrate my birthday just for my kids." Oh yeah, they're like, "What do you? What are you gonna do for your birthday? What do you want?" Well, I want to crawl in a hole and die. <laughs> so I want to have to pay less for Botox. That's and what I want. Not have so many gray hairs. It's yeah. So thank my you. Botox is in full form right now. Do oh. you see these eyebrows?
1: I just I got it this. done.
0: I am fully arched. I can't. I'm surprised. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get mine touched up. Oh, my gosh. Getting old is the pet. It's stupid. It is so stupid. And I am not going to just age gracefully. No, I am going to kick and scream and Mm -hmm. fight. Mm -hmm. Gnash my teeth. till I'm like 80. And then... It's on. Well, I don't know. I think I'm going to go a little bit earlier because I think I've mentioned before that I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be huge. Yeah. Like oh, when, when I hit the point that I want to eat, like, I'm ready to, to embrace it, I'm going to immediately put on 200 pounds. <laughs> just get fat and happy. I, I am. Like a cat. I am. And I'm, I'm just going to sweat and eat and just, you know what? And just sit I've in your it. easy chair and have people come to you. And rub my fat kinkles. <laughs> like you come to me. And yeah. I'm just going to be here with my pumpkin yep, I, pie. I've done my time. Mm-hmm. My ship's going to come in and I'm just going to. I'm going to hold you to that when we're like <laughs> 75. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. And you're on your E28 diet. <laughs> <laughs> on my E2M diet that I did E2M. for exactly nine days and then caved and gained five pounds. Okay. <laughs> Best $320 I've ever spent. Uh, diets <sighs> are a sham. Yeah, it's stupid. A big sham. Big sham. Okay, Jamie Garn. I have a question for you. I have an answer. D- did you do it? What? You did it. Did what? What? Did you? S- you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. You've always hated him, and now he's gone. You really don't know what I'm I talking, don't know what about? You're talking about. Zombie baby. What? Zombie baby. I don't know. It's missing. You're trying to tell me you didn't steal zombie baby. <gasps> no, you really didn't. I can see it in your face. Holes. What are we talking about? Uh, your hide- my blow-up zombie baby in my yard that you hate. Yeah, disappeared last night. <laughs> disappeared <laughs> out. Somebody of Somebody stole. You're kidding somebody me. Somebody stole creepy zombie baby. Where? Look on your ring. I tried. The only people on my ring were the LDS missionaries. <laughs> And I'm like, you go to their apartment and zombie baby's blown up inside. (laughs) I honestly kind of want to find out where they live and just do a little drive by. I would never steal zombie baby. Because I knew you were like out with your friend last night and then like maybe they got to talking about creepy zombie baby and we're like, let's go take that thing. Oh, you know what? I I didn't go out last night. I really I thought didn't. it was you. No, I <laughs> promise. I promise it wasn't. So there is a thief on the loose. There is. this, And we need to talk about this just for your own protection. Okay. You need to adjust your ring. Okay. Your ring is at an angle yeah. this way. Yeah, it's true. And I think you need a broader scope of, what you're, of what's happening in your Especially yard. Especially after this thievery. After that thievery and after I broke into your house and, <laughs> um, and orbied, orbied you. So Zombie Baby appeared in our lives last year. My sister and I went to Disneyland and I came home and Zombie Baby, it's like a giant like four foot baby with a diaper with like a realistic zombie face. It's, it is so ugly. It is the freakiest <laughs> thing. So, it's so ugly. I made a reel about it and posted it on our Instagram and a lot of people really liked it. And so I guess I put it out there and now it's gone. So you did the real first, and then zombie baby is MIA. Mm -hmm. So it's somebody you know. I know. It's somebody you know. But here's the thing. Got taken in broad daylight. Broad daylight. What were the hours? Like, okay, so not that I'm accusing anybody, but two 18 to 20-year-old men with name tags (laughs) came to my door. Both of their first names were Elder. And both of their first <laughs> names happened to be Elder. One was from Farmington. Oh. And, okay. And they were like, we love this zombie baby. Like, they were complimenting said creepy baby. And I was like, yeah, it's really funny. We love it. And they, We had a good conversation about zombie baby. That was around 5.30 p.m. 6 p.m., I go to a back-to-school night at the school. It's gone. So I have a very short window. Not that I think these... Kate, okay. did you say anything to upset them? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. This is payback. I was very nice to them, but they wanted to, like, come in and have, like, a whole appointment. And I was like, I, no. No, no, thank you. And you were kind, but... It was super nice, but I was like, no, it I just, I'm not in need of your information right now. And so they may have I retaliated. Might, yeah. I don't they know. They have that zombie I, baby. <laughs> that oh. would be very off-brand for, for proselyting servants of the Lord to do. But <laughs> I I don't know. I'm just saying the time frame, if it wasn't you is in a broad bit daylight, suspicious. is a bit I sus. promise it was not me. I was at the craft store last night <laughs> and um, at the grocery store with Jake. And okay. he can vouch for well, me. Well, you don't have a craft, so that's sus in, a, okay. in and of itself. It was for school today. Okay. I have receipts. Okay. Thank you. Well. Hmm. Yeah, it was not me. I'm and I. I Grab mean, I daylight. really was like what. What is I completely <laughs> I know, I could forgot tell on your what face. zombie baby was. I thought I would know on your face well, when I confronted yeah, you. Yeah, I was you like, know. I'll know right away. And I was like, crap, she really doesn't <laughs> know what I'm talking about. What stupid zombie baby. Oh my gosh. Well, all right, fine. Okay. Well, let's talk about um, what is tickling our our fancy, big fat fancies. Our big fat freaking fancies. Not that, not that, and what else is not tickling my big fat fancy is the, the bachelorette. bachelorette finale. So Got disappointed. Oh, okay, a couple of things. Let's see. Where should I start? The fact that it was one hour too long. The fact that Gabby needs to eat a Tic Tac. Oh, poor she Gavs. is so tiny. She is so so. She does very a look a She looks a little emaciated. She looks like she needs to eat a burger. <laughs> And I love her, you know. I love her, but I love her. Um, she needs to eat something. Um, poor Tito, <laughs> poor Tito, poor Tito. Wait, is it Tino or who t- knows? He's Tito to <laughs> <It's> me. Tino, <laughs> um, Tito got his ass handed to he him. Really did. And, you know, I don't think he was. I mean, I don't think he was right. Right. But I also don't think that he needs to be castrated and hung, but, you know, she did not throw him one ounce of grace and she was so fired up. It's like she kept asking like for a why and then he kind of tried to provide a little bit of context Trying to justify this. And then he and then he would get like it was like, Tino, you got to shut your mouth and be done with this conversation. Because not yeah. even Chris Harrison could have saved that. No, man. Chris. Chris couldn't have. Although well, if Chris was there, no. That because Chris tried to save somebody once before, and you saw where that got him. True. You know why Jesse's sitting in his seat with his lips pursed yes. together. <laughs> <It's> true, right? That's <laughs> true. The thing that drove me crazy is Rachel kept saying he hasn't even apologized. The guy apologized every chance he um, could get. No. So for those who aren't watchers, basically, you should be. shame on you. You know they left engaged. They started fighting right away because real life kicked in. They were kind of, not really on a break, but like. Well, they were living across the country. Right. And and he kissed somebody else. So he basically cheated. Shame on, I mean, granted, he may have been dishonest, but she slept with somebody the night before he proposed to her. So, I mean, let's not get crazy about what constitutes, you know what I mean? It's okay for her to date 30 men in front of him, but he has one kiss and a Bar when they're on an off spell and he's <laughs> he's crucified on yes. you know national she, television. I feel like this whole season has been just a huge slap in her face. I feel like she's so embarrassed about all the rejection that even if she maybe wanted to forgive him, her ego wouldn't let her. I feel like she just wanted to be mad. She wants she is an angry girl and her dad's about to have a freaking heart attack. <laughs> On the spot, by the way. Her dad is angry. Her, she comes from a hot-headed she Italian comes family. From a lot, and and somebody somebody out there needs to help her with her wardrobe. Yes, her her outfits. She. I think I said this last time. She's like a damn circus clown. <laughs> Every outfit is. I, I don't know if it's bright, it's flashy, it's loud, it's. Yes. Awful. Oh, that poor Um, girl. No, I mean, no wonder in hindsight. She's like, what a train wreck. Yeah. The whole thing is so bad. It started with the wardrobe. It started with everything. And then it was like hour two and ten minutes. The whole thing had wrapped up and there was an hour left. And I was like, what is going to happen? And then they announce... Zach Zach, as the new Bachelor. Zach as the Bachelor. I want to vomit. I want to scream. And then I think we have just muted it at that point. He met some girls. We literally didn't watch. We didn't care. With the deep voice and the think I I don't think I can watch. I cannot watch. I'm going to watch Bachelor in Paradise and then I'm tapping out. Oh, Bachelor in Paradise is going to be a train wreck. Yes. I can't wait. I cannot wait. The tears, the betrayal. Yes. Mm, It's going to be lovely. Um, Also, I know you hate this, but Kardashian's is back I watched last night and Khloe Kardashian she was gonna have another well she did have another baby so she was with this guy Tristan bear Mm -hmm. with me okay they had a baby together she found out 48 hours before she gave birth that he cheated on her gave birth they were never back together but they started like living back together they were in the process of getting back together they decide to have another baby good idea good idea (laughs) <laughs> Chloe. Chloe? <laughs> Chloe. Good idea, Chloe, because babies fix everything. Well, she wanted a sibling for true. That is her baby's name. So they get they true that. They <laughs> they have a surrogate. They implant the surrogate. They put the embryos in the surrogate. Three days later they, she finds out via the news that he impregnated somebody else. Yeah, of course he did. So Quit slumming. So she finds out. Courtney. That she's just. Chloe. Like who? Put a baby in a surrogate. Finds out three days later that he cheated again. And now she's having a. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Like what? Why? Why? Okay. I'm so frustrated. Don't be frustrated with her. Huh? I am frustrated with her. No, he's the damn... Okay, but she's an idiot. No. So she thinks, oh, after the first time he cheats on her, mm, I bet he's changed. I bet he doesn't just love me for no, my body and my money. We are not. Let's try again. We're not- let's move him in. Let's impregnate a surrogate. And then shock her. What, how, how did her. Why did he do this to me? Because you let him. Why Why do I even talk to you about this? Because they're so stupid. Hashtag Team Chloe. Hashtag Team Stupid. Hashtag we need more ba- Kardashian babies in this world. <laughs> that is the last thing we need in this world. They have like 12 grandkids well, already. And that's 12 grandkids <gasps> too many. No. Uh, yes. They're all so beautiful. No, they're not. <laughs> No, they're not. Maybe if I stopped watching Kardashians, I wouldn't need Botox and lip right? injections. You are, you, they are sucking you in. They are just I average people. I just feel so bad for her. I just feel bad what, for what her. What do you feel bad about? Her money? Her body? Her house? Her fame? Her, her shitty boyfriend? Yeah, yes. Oh, wow. Wow. I shouldn't have even brought that up. You shouldn't have. I apologize. Apology not accepted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, we're done with the Kardashians. I know, I know. Okay. I just thought it was breaking news (laughs) that you should know about. Important (laughs) news in the world. I hate it. And I think they hid the whole thing until this came out, until the premiere. You know why? She's got a full-fledged baby at this point. You know why? He's born. Because nobody cares. I care so much. You know what? My Alexa (laughs) said that the number one question asked today was when was Khloe Kardashian's baby born? So people care. Mm -hmm. Jamie. Okay. How about this? I'm going to get you with this one. (laughs) Hit me. Hit me hard. This is my weird and wacky world for the week. Okay. Hold on. All right. I'm ready. Okay. You had to itch your nose? (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to be able to focus. (laughs) Okay. A dad got his Tesco club card tattooed on his forearm because he kept forgetting it. So Tesco is a British grocery store. Like a Costco? Yeah. No, okay. more like probably just like a Albertsons. So where it's just like your discount it's card. It's your discount card. Not your membership card. Exactly. So dad of seven, Dean Mayhew, kept forgetting to take the card with him while visiting the supermarket, so opted to go under the needle. The scaffolder, 30 years old, said he had thought about the tattoo for several months before taking the plunge. Now he's considering whether the, the Sansbury Nectar card should be his next hat. It's just a different grocery store. <laughs> so Dean explained that despite shopping at Tesco up to three times a day, he regularly found himself having to pay more because he failed to remember the loyalty card. Type in your phone number, <laughs> dude. So instead, he got the QR code tattooed on his right forearm, and the unlikely solution works perfectly under the till scanner, leaving cashiers gobsmacked. Now, Dean can't fail to benefit from club card points and discounts every time he shops. Now, this is my favorite quote of the day from Dean. He says, people say that's just typical me. Sometimes I'm not the cleverest of guys, but they've said that for me, it's pretty genius. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a smart man. I'm an idiot. But sometimes I have good ideas. I've got seven kids, and I'm in there all the time, probably three times a day, I'd say. Here's another idea. A list. Make a list. Mm-hmm. Make a list. Do some online shopping. <laughs> right. Maybe a grocery p- pickup. Maybe they don't have that in the UK. Mm-hmm. So he says that he um, went to this tattoo artist and then he took, after they did it, took like a half hour. And this is like a QR code. Like it's not just, I got a little picture here. Oh, wow. But it's a little small. Okay. It's not just like the barcode. It's like a QR code. Mm-hmm. So he took the tattoo artist with him. And to see if it was going to work. And he said, I tried the self-checkout, but it was quite awkward to use because I wasn't doing it right. So I said, let me go to the guy on till. I went up there and it worked, Dean explained. He couldn't believe it. Every time I go in there, they're shocked. And it's good to see people's faces. I could use the one on my phone, but I want to use the one on my arm as it's funny. I want to tattoo it on my body (laughs) forever. Anything you can do with a normal club card, I can do with my arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. And then he says, I I don't know if it will work when it's healed because it's still scabby. But I don't see why it wouldn't. I don't regret stuff. I'm not one of those people. I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks pretty cool. The tattoo artist said he's been tattooing for 12 years and have never seen this idea before. I tried to talk talk him out of it first. And then he said, I saw the fun within it. And I just thought, let's do it. So it totally works. Now he uses it all the time, apparently. Um, he says, I think I'm a quite fun, outgoing type of guy anyway. So it was, not, it was a bit of banter, and there's the element of it being a genius idea. It's not something I would have come up with on the top of my head. To be honest, I thought it was quite cool. So anyway. So <laughs> when they go out of business. Yeah. That's going to be weird. I think he's just like, you know what, it, it actually kind of looks cool, like a QR code. Yeah, until somebody's like, wow, what's that QR <laughs> code store? For the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> like, right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I need a 12 cents off my donuts, <laughs> and I a- get it. Isn't it? Remember how they used to talk like they, the proverbial they, like in the Bible? It talks about like the mark of the beast and how you yes. know, it's like, like um, like a microchip. like microchips. Oh, yeah, that is him. That's That's true. That is him. It's the piggly wiggly. What's it called? The public Tesco, the Tesco, Tesco mark of the beast. Mark of the beast. <laughs> but he's getting a discount. Wow, he that is... is interesting. When I found out he could have pulled it up on his phone. Then it's like you're really an idiot. You <laughs> really just wanted a funny tattoo. Yeah. Well, he just wanted I a mean, conversation starter. Good for you. It's kind of cool. He's so he says the other big grocery store, he might get it like right above the other one. So he has two right on his forearm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually pretty shocked it worked. When you think about like the size of the boxes, like it has to be a very, very unique, yeah, like very precise. precise club card like QR code. Yeah. That it actually works is really impressive to me. Well, and if it didn't, I'd be really mad. (laughs) (laughs) You go through all this, and they're like, "Sorry, reading error." Right? Yeah, that is. I don't think he cares. I don't think he did either. Like whatever. Acuna matada. I'm just concerned at how often he's. I mean, maybe he should work there. That uh, yeah. I'm thinking three times a day. And if the self-check doesn't work, yeah. Now you got to go through the till every time. Although I'm going to choose the till, the person. If if available, I hate self checkout. I well okay. I just like the convenience of it, but I don't work there. Right. My sister always gets. <laughs> I told you she gets so mad. She's like, you don't work there. No, we don't works there work anymore. there. They've fired everybody, you know. And, and when we so, go to our Walmart, there's two big self checkout bays and like one or two real things open. And I'm not a pop in for one or two things usually. I've got a full cart. If yeah. I'm popping in for one or two things, I'll self-check out. But I don't want to drag my whole cart through there and weigh the produce and yeah, like, forget I to put something in the bag and then I have to call the person over. Yeah, It's and, a hassle. And they're like, oh, you put in the wrong you know, vegetable. Oh, I don't work here. Yeah, I don't know the codes. I don't work here. Oh, <laughs> I hate okay, it. I do, too. I hate everything. Thank you. Okay, I have a story for you. Okay. Okay. Okay, my husband... 33, male, my husband's company recently chose him to attend a conference in Miami. They chose just him and a few of his co-workers, which would mean not just him, right? um, out of a ton of candidates, so it was quite the honor. The company told them that they were allowed to bring their spouse, partner, but that they wouldn't be springing for plane tickets for us, so if they wanted to bring us, they would have to buy tickets out of their own pockets. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. My hus- hotel. Yeah. My husband asked me if I wanted to go, and I emphatically told him that I did. I'd never been to Florida in my life, and I thought it would be a fun trip. Okay. So he told me, great. But when we went to the website to buy tickets, he asked if I'd be okay with flying coach, even though he'd be flying first class on the way there and coach on the way home. So okay. that's what they had paid him coach on the way there, or I mean, first class on the way there, coach on the way back. Okay. Um, I asked him why we couldn't just fly together, and he replied, First class is just so expensive. Mm -hmm. I feel bad, but we just can't afford it, especially if we want to go out and have fun in Miami. And the flight was only a few hours. So this really bothered me. I understood that a first class ticket for me would strain our budget a bit, but what kind of man lives it up in first class while his wife sits in coach? I asked him just that, and he responded, Come on, I'm taking you along on my work trip. I earn my first class seat by working hard, and it's my reward. But I insisted that if we truly couldn't afford a first-class seat for me, we could have, it would have hurt a little bit, but we could have, that he as a gentleman should give up his seat for me. We argued, but he ultimately agreed to give me his seat. So she rides in first class with his workers and he goes back in coach. Oh we had a good time in Miami, but he's been a little mad at me since, saying that he earned his first-class seat, that it was free, and cost us Nothing unlike my plane ticket, and that I should have just let him enjoy what he'd earned instead of guilting him out of it. I think he's being a baby and that he should have put his wife's comfort above his own, especially since he made the choice to be cheap. We're very close to his parents, so we've taken this argument to them for mediation. Oh, that's always <laughs> yeah, a, good that's idea. a good idea. But, always take it to the yeah, parents. They always. love that. They love it. He wasn't, uh, but they're split. His father agrees with me that he wasn't being a gentleman, while his mother thinks that he earned his first class seat and that I should have let him have it. So I'll, I'll ask all of you, am I the asshole? You're a big, fat, whiny baby is what big, you are. a <laughs> big, fat asshole. A big, puckered asshole is And what he you are. did give you the seat. Like, he gave it up in the end. So why did you take it to the parents and he said, yeah, he should have? He did. Right. Maybe he was whiny about it, but but I don't think that that's whiny. I mean, I think I think that she should have been like, you know what? You earned this. Right. And you're sitting, you have first class seats with all of your, the people that you won your or earned this trip with, go be with them. I'm yeah. totally good to ride in coach for two hours to go on a free vacation. Right? Right? Like I got my book. I got my candy crush. Yeah. I'm fine. And let's be honest. I don't want to sit by you and your coworkers no. anyway. And at, at first I thought maybe she just didn't want to fly alone. Maybe she's a nervous flyer. She wants to be there with him. She doesn't like flying alone. Maybe she's got stranger anxiety. She's afraid of talking. Whatever. But clearly that wasn't it because she went up and sat in his seat and he took hers. Right, so it was just her wanting to. She be... was just like, "I want to fly in first class." And how dare my man not respect me as his queen? <laughs> how dare you make me sit in the back? Help me, I'm poor. That is so rude. <laughs> Little bridesmaids quote. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I just think, think she's shallow and petty. I and- would be. Like, my husband, I'm picturing, you know, I always put myself in the same thing. Mm-hmm. If Aaron, if they had given Aaron a first-class ticket and said we had to buy one, but then it's, after that, it's a free trip, mm-hmm. and we were looking at first class, there's no way he would have, like, we're not doing that. Yeah. And I would have been like, no. Like, like why? It's two hours. We've never bought first-class tickets. Like, and I don't know that we ever, it's so much more expensive. I mean, I could see maybe if you were going on a really long flight yes. where, like, and you could afford it that would be yeah. worth it but i certainly wouldn't put like jeopardize our finances or whatever to just to upgrade a seat just for. to sit in a comfortable seat for 2 hours yeah like sit down and it's yes simmer Ugh. down eat your peanuts sip your coke <laughs> sit down there take your like Xanax if you need to <laughs> have a zone, cocktail zone out right that's uh. what yeah i don't i don't like that it's so entitled, and like, I, don't, I don't love the idea or the attitude of like like the, that a man, okay, now, okay, once again, here I go. <laughs> oh great. But that you know, I mean I, like my husband is such a gentleman, right, and I appreciate that. but I also think that sometimes women expect that I don't like I just think they seem a little entitled sometimes, like chivalry should be given. Yeah. Chivalry should be given because the man wants to and is ex- like, but it shouldn't be like you have to give up every all your comfort. Right. It's like when we go out, Aaron is always like, "You better bring a jacket because I don't want to give you." <laughs> <laughs> he advocates for you. Well, and I think like if it comes down to it, he'll he'll give me his jacket. Yeah, but like he doesn't like he doesn't want to freeze. He and, shouldn't you know. have to. Right, and that's you know, and and I like but he I, should want to. He should want to. Gosh damn it! What kind of a man are you, Aaron? <laughs> You should go get me ice cream. I'm still kind of mad that when I would have pregnancy cravings, he wouldn't like oblige every pregnancy craving I had. Oh, rude. Like I'd be like I'm really craving fries and he would be like, I don't want to go out and I'd be like, fine, okay. Fine. You I'll don't just love sit me. here and grow human life. <laughs> I still hold it over his head sometimes Maybe like you, you are not accommodating to me when I was pregnant. <laughs> he's he's not the most chivalrous, but he's he's good. Jake it, is chivalrous. He's good in other ways. Yeah. He's just is like, why should I be uncomfortable <laughs> so that you can be comfortable? Like you're going to be uncomfortable anyway. Right. So why, why should, should we both? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Well, but, and I think in this situation, Jake would probably offer
1: me yeah. his seat,
0: but I would never, I would I would not take it. I'd be like, I think no, Aaron probably like, would offer too, because yeah. he wouldn't care. Yeah, but you earned it, and you're sitting—like, I would not— And those are your coworkers. Yeah. Like, I'm just the tag-along. Right. Just let me be. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. I'm fine and coach. Now, if somebody starts to hijack the plane, (laughs) then I'm going to need you to stand up and start being chivalrous. That is your time. I mean, that's your time to shine, son, but (laughs) uh, just for where I'm sitting, I'm I'm good. I'm good. No need. I'm good. Yeah, she's—and don't—you know what— don't get your parents involved. No, that is so stupid. Because mom's always going to take her kid's side, right? right? He sounds like a mama's boy. The dad was like, "Man up, son," and the woman was like, "He's my baby." Like, don't. And also, I someone told me this like clear back when I got married. When you bring like your mom or your sisters into it, they are going to hold grudges. Way long right. after you have gotten over it, you're gonna get over it. You and your partner are gonna get over it, and then but your family's gonna hold hostility. Yeah, like don't air your dirty laundry except to you, right? Like, to people, you're not close enough to like, like we're like sisters, but I'm you not have gonna have hold enough, like distance to where you can be more objective, right? I think, and I think too sometimes like you have to look at. Like even in those family situations, like I have to love you enough to respect your choice. Yeah. You know, so like if you and Aaron get in a fight and I think Aaron is being a butthole, like when you're over it, I'm going to be over it. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to hold grudges and hate him for the rest of your life. Sometimes you're too close in family and it's hard to do that. I know. I hold, even when like my daughter's, my teenage daughter's friends hurt her feelings. Like, Oh, hell no. I hold grudges. I'm like, I'm still not over it. She's like, you, got, you need to move on. Like, that was in third grade, Mom. <laughs> I'm like, we're good. Well, she stole your Polly Pocket. And I am mad. I am not over it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me a story, Brooke. Okay. You're going to like this one a lot. I, I know I will. Okay. So, this literally happened this morning. <gasps> well, I'll be darned. A man writes... I'm posting it here hoping to vent and maybe get some perspective because I've been extremely upset all day and can't process this productively. My wife is eight months pregnant with our child. We live next to another married couple who are in their late 30s. I don't like the guy. I found him to be invasive and the weird type of friendly that almost seems to be prying and clingy. I'm not sure if that's clouding my judgment here or if this has validated my beliefs about him. Okay. Okay. I left for work. Decided on the way there, I just wasn't feeling it, and called off. I stopped for breakfast before heading home to surprise my wife. Forty minutes tops. I get home, enter from the back door, and here's my wife and the neighbor sitting on our living room couch. She's turned toward him fully clothed, but with her shirt pulled up over her very pregnant stomach, while he, facing her, is rubbing lotion on her stomach (gasps) with both hands. A full stomach Rub down. No! Cocoa butter rub down. No! Okay. They both froze before my wife asked how come I was back and then said, quote, his name stopped by to borrow the toolbox while I was... In your stomach? While I was moisturizing and wanted to know if he could feel the baby. (gasps) So I said, okay. (laughs) I told him to get out before I put him out and he left immediately. I tried to stay calm and talk to her and get the whole story. Neighbor's wife is apparently infertile, first time of which I've heard of it, which is amazing considering the guy never shuts up about his personal woes, and he wanted to feel the baby. That's her story, and she's sticking to it. That's not good enough for me. My thought process is there's a big difference between feeling a baby for 10 seconds and coming into our home rubbing lotion on my wife's stomach. If it was someone close friends, if it was some close friend of ours, I might understand. No. but <laughs> It's just weird. <laughs> but I just like the guy. And my wife has never expressed any sort of closeness to him aside from passing pleasantries. And she's not the type to let anyone she isn't close to put their hands on her. So in the span of a day, the guy's goes from being a distant acquaintance of hers at best to deciding to invite him in and let her rub her. I also find it convenient that he showed up that early, right after I went to work, very shortly after his own wife also left for work. And he's never come over asking to borrow anything of mine before, yet 9.30 in the morning, and he urgently needs a toolbox? I don't believe my wife. This is the first time my trust in her hasn't been strong enough. I don't believe her story because it makes no sense. Um, So he's just kind of trying, trying to say, like... I'm not trying to pick a fight with her at the stage of pregnancy, but at the same time, my mind is spinning, and I'm not cool with what happened. Any advice would be appreciated. That is nuts, right? Right. I mean, that is nuts. 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 Is she sleeping with him? I is don't, that his baby? I don't. Oh, <laughs> that. Okay. That took a turn <laughs> that I don't know. But that is clearly pretty intimate. For ew, yes. no. I mean, like. It's weird when people rub your belly. I've got to be honest. Aaron didn't even rub. Like I was like diligent with the cocoa butter Mm -hmm. in my first pregnancy. Like I'm not going to get stretch marks. I'm going to rub the cocoa butter. He never rubbed it on me. Like it's just a very, very intimate. I used to lift my shirt up, tuck it under my bra. So Uh it's just bare belly. And then I'd swing back and forth. (laughs) And my stomach would wave from side <laughs> to side. Oh my gosh! <laughs> to horrify Jake, he loved it. He, he, was, <laughs> he horrified. was like, "Oh shit!" Because <laughs> it, you know, I mean, I was like, like far, far oh, along. Far along. And you know how, like, when you move and it's like, like your belly, woo, yes, like slow motion moves. Yes. I used to do it all the time, and that I would wear these so horrific-looking like muumuu dresses to sleep oh. in. <laughs> I had these sweats oh. that were like I I lived in those sweats. Oh yeah. Uh, and I remember thinking that I was successful at my cocoa butter thing mm-hmm. because I didn't have any stretch mar- stretch marks. Uh-huh. Turns out I just couldn't see below my belly button. <laughs> Turns out I was fully zebra striped, but like couldn't see you it. Come home from the hospital and you're like, oh, where the- <laughs> who is this? So sad. Oh yeah. I'm ruined. I am ruined. So uh, what do you think? I just think that is weird. I think it's boundaries. Mm-hmm. I, I would be extremely suspicious. The timing of it. Yeah. You, it's 930 in the morning. And when your first question is, why are you home? Yeah. That's, mm. That seems a little like. And if you're there borrowing something. Like, where were the tools? Where were the tools? So you just thought, oh, oh can I borrow some tools? And before that, can I rub your bare <laughs> stomach with cocoa butter with th- while your husband's not home? Double-handed. Yeah. Double-fisted. Cocoa butter rubbing. Rubbing. I'm doing, I'm doing emotion. And, and she's doing emotion. <laughs> and, and we're not talking. Like, we're talking an eight-month pregnant woman. Yes. Like, that's a significant. Facing him on the couch, too. It wasn't like... Like, he he just stopped by, oh, I just happen to be moisturizing. You want to get in on this action? <laughs> how long does it take to moisturize a belly? Right. Like, I mean, it's yeah. A, I mean, it's not a process. No. And you're trying to tell me a full adult man in his late 30s doesn't have a toolbox? <laughs> like, every— Especially if he is a tool? Show, <laughs> like show me a man happen? without his own toolbox. Yeah. I I, he should have said, show, where are the tools? What tool do you need to borrow? Right. Tell me right now. What are you using it for? What are you using it for? Press him. Press yep. him. Call him out. Mm-hmm. Then if he gives too many details... You know it's a lie. Uh-huh. Yep. Simple. If you're going to lie, simple. Uh-huh. Simple, plain answers. Don't you give too many details. And you can read the face like I did with you with this you did. creepy zombie baby. You knew that I was aghast. I did. Wow. wow. Ugh. So I'm going to look and see if there's a follow-up on this oh, one. Because this is. is a new... This is a newbie... And I want to see if maybe he has gotten to the bottom of it. So I will return and report next week if there was a follow-up. Okay. Because I think I think something's going on. I do, too. With I think, neighbor guy. Mm. Sitting on the couch facing each other. Like, I don't sit on the couch with just anybody. Even that's intimate. I think that she. <laughs> they need to ask the neighbor girl if she's really infertile. I think they need to go to the wife. I do, too, because I think that is a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do you know that your spouse was rubbing my wife's stomach? Yeah. And where's his job? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Why is he not at work? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. This is an AITA. Okay. Am I the a hole, Brooke, mm-hmm. for refusing to pay rent towards my boyfriend's mortgage if I move in? Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Call text. Um, the boyfriend is 33, the woman is 29. Um, my boyfriend and I have been dating for three years, so relatively long-term. Yeah. He owns a house and lives there by himself. I live in an apartment by myself. We've talked about moving in together as that's a logical next step in our relationship, and we both want to do it. But I have some hangups related to moving into a house that I don't have any stake in. I am refusing to pay any money that would go directly towards his mortgage. Okay, (laughs) Okay. she's not going to pay anything. I don't have any stake in the house. Why would I contribute to his mortgage payments? I'm okay helping with utilities, groceries, household items, etc., but paying his mortgage is a hard no from me. I just don't think it makes any sense for me to pay toward his mortgage when I would get nothing from that if we were to break up. Um, I mean, as opposed to her getting something from her landlord that she pays rent to. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, his argument is that I would essentially be living with him for free and it would cause an uneven, <clears throat> an uneven dynamic in our payment towards shared living expenses, which I kind of get, but at the same time, he is the one benefiting from paying down the mortgage and gaining equity, not me. He also argued that his mortgage is pretty much exactly what I was paying in rent, so by cutting that in half, I'm still saving a lot of money on living costs compared to living on my own, Right. which, yeah, that's nice too, but legally it's still not my house. I told him the only way I would pay money for rent is if he signs a contract with me stating that any money I pay toward his mortgage will be paid back to me by him in the event that we break up. Wow. It would also allow me protection from eviction and other basic tenant rights, similar to a rental agreement. He is refusing to sign anything like that because, in his words, I could break up with him for no reason and then take him to court for thousands of dollars, which I suppose is true, but I wouldn't just break up with him for no reason. Uh I would break up with you for no reason. Sure. You sound like a really good person. Uh Uh-huh. This whole situation is driving a wedge between us, and he's he's pissed at me for being so difficult when all he thinks he he is asking is that we split living expenses 50-50 if we are living together. To me, it's not that simple when he's the one owning the house we would live in. If I were on the title, it would be a different story, but he's not willing to put me on the title because he's already lived there for seven years. Um, my lease at my apartment is up in two months and I know I need to make a decision sooner than later it doesn't help that my landlord is going to be increasing my rent and similar apartments in our area are going for even more than I'm currently paying but I just don't feel right contributing money towards his mortgage (laughs) I also know that if I renew my lease it's pretty much a dagger to our relationship which I do want because I do love him and see a future with him wow I don't think you do I don't think you do Because if you really saw a future with him, this would eventually be your house, too. And I'm not suggesting that she doesn't be responsible. I mean, like, it's good that she's thinking through that. But you're living there. Right. And you're paying rent now. Right. You're paying more rent now. And you're going to be living. You're still getting the benefit of living there. I don't know why she just doesn't think of it the same as a rent payment. That's what I'm saying is, like, that the rental that you're in, yeah. if you get kicked out, they're not going to refund you <laughs> all the months that you live there. Like, right. that's that's what rent is. Right. And he does have the benefit because he's not renting. Yeah. And if you got a boyfriend that owns his own house... Hell yeah. Yeah. Live there. Pay <laughs> half the rent. You're, you're going to save half of what you're already paying. Exactly. And imagine... If you're both working and you're even married, it's like you're both paying two. Even if you combine yeah. your finances, you're both contributing to the mortgage. Yeah. And then in, in the end, that's you own the house. I mean, I see her point because every every mortgage payment you make is equity in the house. Right. So he's gaining equity, but he's making the payments. He's going to have the same amount of equity whether she – and – she is paying into she's paying more into something that she's not building equity in anyway so the thing is is it, what difference does it make it'd yeah. be different if it was like well you're going to sell your house and then you're just going to pay into mine. But it's like you're throwing away all of that money right now anyway. Right. More. More than that amount. It's like her, she's digging her heels in on principle where she could be saving money, helping him, living with him, establishing a future. And if you really plan on being with him, it's all going to be yours anyway. Right. Like once you're married, it's that's that going to be. That's a weird cross to die on. Right? Like why are you choosing to dig your heel? Why are you dying on this hill? Right. Do you love him or do you not? Do you see a future? And I guess I could maybe see if she said, "You know what? This you are getting the equity. So maybe I'm not going to split 100%." Yeah, I mean, maybe. But still it's like you're Okay, let's say you're paying $1,000 in rent. And you only pay 500 in his house. That still is a <laughs> win makes, for you. It makes no sense. Yeah. You're not getting anything either way. And I don't think he's trying to take advantage of you. Well, no. I don't think he's like, hey, you want to move in and pay half my mortgage? How's and that sound, like, um, baby? She's like all coming at him. Right. Like, I am, I'll am. i pay for utilities and groceries. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, you will. You're a grown adult. Like, that's what you do is pay for groceries. Like, and- you support yourself. Right. And if you didn't buy a house... Maybe she just wants a sugar daddy. Maybe. Well, good for him for not just right. taking it in the tailpipe. Right. I'm just annoyed with her. <laughs> I'm Like, the entitlement. We're kind of hating on women we in this women. episode. I, I hate women. <laughs> I How could, dare you? I could read you one that'll make you hate a man. Okay. Or just a, a question of society. What do you want? I don't know. You want a societal question or a man hating? Now, let's stick we, with hating. Should we let's, balance out the equation? No. Should we balance out the hate? We've hated on women this entire Fine. podcast. Fine. It <laughs> <laughs> started with Chloe. It actually started with Rachel. It, actually, well, no, because we started with defending... Um, Gabby? Tino. Tito. Oh. Yeah. So, so we did. We started taking up for a man at first. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what we've been doing the whole okay. podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we Ganda. are going to rename this the anti-feminist podcast yes there you go no i love women in a platonic way okay my husband jared and i have been married for three years how do you spell jared normal way okay he is currently out of work i used to work at a high-paying job but got kicked out of the company over a fight with a coworker. and i'm the one paying rent and utilities we dedicate some time to see his family weekly they don't know he's unemployed because he thought they'll see him as a failure, especially his mom, so he told me to keep it a secret. Mama's boy. Okay, yeah, lie to your mother, Jared. Mm-hmm. Always a good idea. Last night, we were sitting eating dinner at the table. His cousin was talking about his fiance going to Brazil to do a boob job. Jared asked if he was serious, then flattered future sister-in-law's boobs, saying they're perfect, and that he didn't understand why she should get a boob job. He then turned to me, stared at my chest while I was eating like an idiot. I have a flat chest. I'm insecure about it, but can't do anything about it, obviously. And he said, hey, why don't you get a boob job? You're the one who needs it the most. His mom gasped and was like, Jared. I said, it's fine. I then turned to him and said, I'll get a boob job once you get an actual job. (gasps) Ah! (laughs) Since you've been unemployed for six months now, he stared at me in disbelief. His mom began questioning him about being unemployed, and he denied, 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 and then admitted it was true. It got awkward, with his mom scolding him, another shaming him for hiding hiding it. He got so overwhelmed, he went outside and stayed inside the car till I came. He started yelling at me repeatedly, you couldn't have held your effing tongue, and accused me of turning his family against him and having them judge him, then shun him, and now he can't even step foot in their house from shame and guilt. I argued that his comment about my chest was insulting, but he said he was giving me a piece of advice. Oh well, here's your advice: get a job, Jared. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with me with him wanting me to look pretty, and that he said what he said out of support and encouragement. But I did what I what what I did was the complete opposite, and that it was intended to hurt him, and I succeeded. He dropped me off at home and then went to stay with his buddies. I called him later, thinking he calmed down, but his friend said he didn't want to speak to me and I should give him space. A I T A. No, you go, girl. <laughs> right? Like what a dirt bag, right? Mm-hmm. In front of his whole, f- I mean, it started off bad, saying that his uh, Heather, brother's wife had perfect boobs. Yeah, I mean, let's let's look at this closely. <laughs> A lot of things that are wrong. Right. A, the fact that you're unemployed for six months. Right. Wrong. You can get a job. Do something. Anywhere right now. Anywhere. Anywhere. Doing and then anything. Lying to his mom about it. Yeah. Then being a liar. Like, if you feel insecure about it, probably because you know that you should be working. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, when things are... Like, really, when, when it's hard to get a job or when, like when jobs are scarce and people are unemployed, it's like, well... Yeah. Like, the economy is what it is or whatever. But, like, if you are just... Like, if you're feeling ashamed and guilty about it, it's probably because you know better. Right. So. Or shouldn't have lost your job in the first yeah, place. Yeah, because Sounds you were like being a was... jackweed. Okay. Yeah. So, and yeah, that's a different thing. It's not like you got laid off. You were fighting with somebody like right. an infant. Okay. <laughs> so, you're stupid. You lied. You hit on your brother's wife. Co- yeah. Co- I said brother it was actually his cousin's oh, wife. cousin's wife. Whatever. Right. Um. And then you insult your wife, right? And if you really like, here here's a little hint for the men of the world, or really anybody: don't have personal conversations about your wife's boobs <laughs> in a public setting, at family dinner. You know, I mean, and and you know what? You're never helping us, no, by pointing out our flaws. Nope, nope, never. I read a quote the other day that said, anytime time you give unsolicited advice." It's actually criticism, right? It is. I love that. That's actually really true. Yeah, and yeah, and advice about someone's body Mm. never appropriate. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your relationship is, unless you are asked. And maybe you are a registered dietitian. Maybe you are being. Maybe you're employed to give these answers. Right. Then never. Give someone advice on their body. Well, and the, it would be different if Jared's wife was like, "Oh, I really would like to get a boob job. Oh, sure. I really this or that." And him saying, "You know what? Why don't you?" I'll that support would make you, you, you feel that. better. Yeah. But not like, "Oh, look at her rack, <laughs> honey. You really ought to go get knockered up. You're the one that needs one. Mm-hmm. You really <laughs> need some work done. I just want you to look pretty." <laughs> Yeah, I, okay. I just i just want you to be a better you. My face is up here. Yeah. Well, you know what, Jared? I'd be a better me without you. <laughs> right. How's that? And your mama. And your mama. Actually, his mom he stuck mom up for did her, defend. so yeah. yeah. Never so. mind. We love your mother. Yes, we do. Let's just Mothers hate. Mothers of the world. Let's just hate Jared. Yeah. I will. So, yeah. What a jerk. So, yeah, don't comment. You know what's so funny is like, I said my brother-in-law mm-hmm. listens occasionally, mm-hmm. and he's like, so I'm just really confused, like what can I say to people? <laughs> <He's> nothing. Like, <laughs> nothing. You can't say anything. He's like, am I allowed? Like, I like to compliment people. Because I, I think I've made a comment, like, it's not okay to make comments about people's appearances. And he's like, I like to compliment pe- Am I really not allowed? I'm like, yes, you are. Like, you are but allowed to compliment room. people. But, read the room. Know yeah. your audience. Right. You like, know. if you're complimenting someone's blouse, someone's new hairstyle, someone's, Overall, you look really nice today. Yeah, sure. I appreciate a good compliment. Yeah, we You've all. You've got do. a beautiful smile. You have great teeth. Your legs are really hot. No, no, that's no. where I, I I like on. your boobs. No. no, um, you could be drinking two percent milk if you want because you're not fat. No, no. My daughter is a hostess at a restaurant. Works behind the like bakery counter. She's always getting told by old men that she could eat all those baked goods because she's so skinny. No. It's just a weird thing to say. Yeah. And and I think but I think part of the problem is men, like I think they think that's probably a compliment. Like she's such a little petite, cute, whatever. Yeah. But you could eat all the donuts. Yeah. But you don't like you don't know what people's yeah. struggles are. Uh-huh. And so it's like when you're making like constant comments about people's yeah. bodies that could... Even know. people's, like, heights, they probably don't want to be told, oh, you're so short or you're so tall. Yeah.
1: Like, like, our friend yeah.
0: Natalie is really tall. Whoa, you're tall. Well, no shit. Right? I've been tall since I was 12. Yeah. Well, Or people you. that are really short, like, under 5 feet tall, I don't think they want to be told, oh, look how short you are. Oh, do you have to stand on a <laughs> stool to get a drink <laughs> right. out of the... Yeah. Yep, I'm you're just, funny. Don't, mm. I don't know. I just... So I apologize if we've come out like you can't ever say anything. No, you can say some things, <laughs> but please run it by us first. <laughs> Email us at truthpers at gmail.com. and we will and give we our stamp of approval you if you can say that compliment or not. <laughs> all we all we're asking <laughs> is that you be, be like read a respect. Read the room. Just a little bit. Read the room. Read the room. Know your audience. What's your relationship with the person? Like no, no, like. Be aware. Be yeah. self-aware. Be socially aware. Right. Be don't in 2020. Be yeah, Don't be a dirt bag. uh uh-uh. Don't be a dirt bag. No. And generational, I understand. Like, you got to give the old men a little bit of grace. Yes. That's what I tell my daughter. I'm like, that's just their generation. They always ask if she why she doesn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't need a man. I don't need a man. What your man got to do with me? But yeah, if you like my boots, go ahead and tell me you like my boots. Boots, yes, boobs no. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's a good general rule. That's a good standard. Run that by. Is this more along the line of boots or boobs? Yes. Yes. Or would I be offended if somebody were to say this to my daughter or my wife? There you go. If the answer is yes, refrain. 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 Good job. There you go. All right. Well, we have a whole night of debauchery planned for my birthday. Yes, we do. So. There will be food. There will be movies. There will be Harry Styles. There will be friends. Friends. We are seeing the movie. We will it. Now, what band did you see? One Republic? One Direction? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> one, one Direction. One Direction. Harry Styles was in One Direction. I'm still baffled by that. I'm still baffled that he didn't just appear no, like a god he, out of the clouds. Like a chiseled statue of pure And that was like a luxury. boy band? Yeah. So was he cute back then? Yes. He's always been cute. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, now everything that we've just said, we have to take back. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. We're not allowed. That doesn't apply to famous people. Like, you're asking for this, Harry. I'm telling Gabby she needs to eat a Tic Tac. <laughs> Damn it. You know what? I'm sorry, but when you're famous, you are opening yourself up to that. Yeah. Just yeah. don't say it to like your host. Just. At the mood, like at the your host at the restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you, yes. You're, yes. You we can, can criticize people's outfits. They're, we can criticize everything about them. We can compliment Harry Styles's physique. Everything. Face. Lips. <laughs> hair. Buttocks. Buttocks. Yeah. But he's famous and he's asked for it. He's put himself out there. Okay. We're not going to disrespect other 20-year-old boys. Okay. Uh, I think he's closer to 30. Please. (gasps) Is he? Good Lord, please. (laughs) Let him be be closer to our age than our children's, please. That's the standard. If we can be attracted to to other men. Closer to our kids, closer to us. Somewhere in the middle? Gross, yeah. Okay. It's on. All right, that's it. That's it. That's all we have. We got to go. We got places to be. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And goodbye. Goodbye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TruthFairiesPod and send us an email at TruthFairiesPod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.